You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here is our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome to the Hope Israel Baptist broadcast, and we continue now on the message I preached some time ago about the Lord's table in light of the Passover. But on every branch, there are three pomegranates. And every pomegranate is made of three parts. So if you do a little arithmetic, you come up with an amazing number. You come up with 63 altogether, except in the middle stem right here, there's an extra pomegranate. So now you have 63 plus 3 is 66. Now that rings a bell, doesn't it? That's 66 books of the Bible, and God says it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. The words of the Lord are pure words, the silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Amen. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Christ, the Word of God. I appreciate the good Lord. And then where they would put the oil inside the top of these uh, places, these were in the shape of almond shells. If you go to Israel... The almond tree is considered a fruit tree, and the almonds are considered fruit. This symbolizes Christ, the first fruits, right there. And then, of course, this had to be made out of pure gold. It had to take a slab of pure gold, and they'd beat it and beat it and beat it. Gold symbolized deity. And the thing is, it had to be 100% pure. 100% pure. And that symbolizes that Jesus Christ is 100% God. 100% God and 100% human at the same time. We also understand that Christ is the Word of God. Christ is the first fruits, and, and Christ is the head of the church. This middle stem is higher than all the other ones. He said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He also is the light of the world. Christ is the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. But you know how a lot of Christians are today? They hide their, their, their candlestick behind a bushel where nobody can see. How bright is your light? Huh? Jesus Christ is not here. He's up there at the right hand of the Father. We are children of light. We need to show the light of the glorious gospel in this darkened world. So let's be bright for the Lord Jesus Christ. And then I may introduce to you uh, the prayer shawl. And generally, the, the head of the house would wear a prayer shawl. This prayer shawl has a whole history. And, of course, I could preach a whole series of messages of, of about this prayer shawl right here. But uh, this prayer shawl really symbolizes a lot of things. Now, when I put this on, you're really going to think I'm Jewish. Now, of course, I am Jewish. Hey, man. You say, that looks like the Pope. No, no, they copied everything from the Jews. <laughs> Amen. But, but I don't have a whole lot of time to get into all this, but I'm just trying to give you a little introduction here. These fringes here on the board of the garments, um, if you was to count them, they equal 613. 
Now, they have made a systematic theology about this. There are 613 commandments, judgments, and statutes in the Mosaic law. And we are required to obey all of them. This normally would symbolize a whole lot of bondage. You know, a whole lot of bondage. But I didn't realize this, but do you realize that there hasn't been a person alive, not one person, not one person alive that's been able to obey all those? Not one. They'd begin the prayer something like this. They would light the candles. I'm not going to light the candles. I'll be making a mess here. But they would start the prayer something like this. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. And I mean, they just really get into it. If you've ever heard a cancer sing, it, it just make you cry. The next thing is the cup of blessing. God would bless the nation of Israel. This is all mentioned in Exodus chapter 6 in minute detail. They didn't just make this up, but in Exodus chapter 6. But in Exodus chapter 6, in verse 6, it says, Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And that's your sanctification. Then he says, I will rid you out of their bondage. That would be the blessing. And so there is the blessing. And so uh, the next station, we have this Passover plate. And these items on the Passover plate, they're very important. We, we have uh, this parsley. And this parsley is to be symbolizing that when... The Israelites get into the promised land. It will be green, and it was. It was a land of milk and honey. They're to take this parsley, and they are to dip it in this cup of salt water. The salt water is to symbolize uh, the Red Sea. Then, of course, they have this uh, choroset, which is kind of a paste of nuts and, and different fruits. It's to remind them that though they have been in bondage for over 400 years, they will have fruitfulness in their life. Many of you are going through some hard times, but there is the best is yet to come. Amen. And, and then we have this uh, bitter herbs, and it's something like horseradish, and that's to remind them of the bitterness and the toil and the sufferings of the Jewish people. And uh, again, I could preach a whole sermon on every one of these, but again, we're trying to get as much in as we can. And then, of course, we have the shank bone of a lamb. Now, folks, I'm just going to tell you, this is my Passover lamb? You see what I'm talking about? All right? This is, this is ridiculous. You know, they were supposed to get a lamb, and they supposed to, 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 to cut the lamb's throat, put it on. I, I was there. I was in, in Israel. I went to a, 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 one of these slaughter factories. It's kind of gross, you know. They, port, they, they have these uh, lambs. They're all, when they get ready for the Passover, they got it really mechanized now. They have all these lambs on a conveyor belt. <laughs> it's the saddest thing. I wouldn't bring children to it. They would just devastate them, you know. Anybody know what a, what a ewe lamb sounds like? What's a ewe lamb sound like? Come on. Come on. Help me out. Come on. Come on. Come on. Kids, you don't know what a ewe lamb sounds you ought to know you say it all the time. Mom says, go here. Eat your lunch. That's just another way of complaining, okay? And you got these. <laughs> God help us. Okay. But we got these poor lambs man, on a conveyor belt. And they don't know it. But there's, there's one of these drop elevators. They get to a certain point and it opens up and boom. They land on their back. They chain their legs. Yeah, here's the old rabbi. 
Anybody have a big old knife? I, that's, I didn't get a big old knife. Poor lamb is stretched down. And in fact, someone wants me, and I'm not going to do it. They want me to get a real lamb, and they really want me to do this on stage. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. Are you kidding me? But anyway, and they pull the, the head back. The rabbi says a certain kind of prayer. And while he's saying, now this knife is razor sharp. And he, cuts, he has to cut that right there. Right, the juggler, right? As fast as possible because he doesn't want the poor lamb to suffer too much. Just like that, man. Blood don't even come out. It's so fast. The chains are on his legs, lifts him up into the air. His, his neck is down. His feet are up. And they put salt all over the body to preserve, you know, the meat and everything. And they let that thing uh, drain his blood out for over an hour. Get that blood out. But before they do that, I, I have to... I have to tell you, they'll, they'll cut the mid, midsection right there, cut it. The rabbi puts his hand inside there. He takes out the liver. He looks at the liver, and he, he has to make sure it doesn't have any spots. If it has a spot on it, it's not qualified to be a Passover lamb. Isn't that something about our Savior? He was without spot or blemish. Amen. He is sinless, wasn't he? Then the last thing here is, is an egg. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite dishes, an egg. What in the world is an egg has anything to do with the Passover? Good question. Nothing! Of course, they've come up with reasons. It symbolizes the peace offering and all that. No, it doesn't symbolize anything like that. You have to understand that. that I'm going to tell you why I'm a King James man. I'm a King James man because that King James is right on. You, you, you remember there in Acts, in the book of Acts, you remember when the... It talks about Easter. Yeah. You know who came up with the word Easter? William Tyndale. The word wasn't even around. He invented that word. Now, this is an amazing thing. And I know that it's become synonymous with Passover. And that's exactly my point. King Herod was not a Jew. He was an Edomite. But he did try to placate and, you know, pacify the Jews. So he was kind of a figurehead king of the Jews. But uh, he would practice uh, the pagan practice of Ishtar or Easter or and there's other words for it. And let me tell you, that, how many really want to know the story about the egg? Come on, i got to tell you the story about it. I, I, God's my witness I'm not lying to you. No, I'm not making this up. But the way the story is, and if you don't believe me, you, you can, you can, there's lots of books on this. Hislop is a classic, you know, Hislop. Yeah. But anyway, there's a lot, of, a lot of books on this, the Easter, the origin of Ishtar. And, and the way the story goes is that the sun god, or really was the queen of heaven. The, the, the story goes that the queen of heaven, you said, you may, no, that's in the book of Jeremiah. Now, the queen of heaven uh, laid a big old egg. I mean, it was a big one, bigger than the shuttle, I'm telling you what. And they say it landed in the river Euphrates. And when it broke open, this big old egg, guess who came out? The sun god. His name was Ishtar. Every religion in the world celebrates in one form or another. You say, well, how in the world did we get it? Well, how did it slip into the Passover? Because the Jews were celebrating both Ishtar and Passover during the same week, just like a lot of things we do, huh? You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. 
If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia. 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700. Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word. Covenant and show with mercy.